Hi there, this is Pastor Ronnie Allen here at Omega Church. I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. If this is your first time listening, we want to say thank you for joining us. We hope this message equips you to follow God's voice. We believe that if you're searching, today your search is over. Thanks for being with us and enjoy. We sang these songs so they get in your, they just roll out of you. They need to be in you. Okay, when they roll out of you. And you say, well, Pastor Ronnie, I, I don't sing. Yeah, you do. Act like you're in the shower. Uh, uh, keep your clothes on, though. <laughs> but I mean, act like nobody else is around. That's right. Amen. And you need to, you need to sing. Yes. He didn't say carry a tune in the bucket. That's right. The tune's not supposed to be in the bucket anyway. It's supposed to be in here. Yes. Glory yes. to God. There's a generation. We're in this generation right now. We're in this generation. We're in this generation. Generation of faith upon the earth. When Jesus said, I will return, will I find faith on earth? Will I find it? God's looking for it. I want, to, I want to make a statement to you, and, I, and, and if I get sidetracked, <laughs> right over here, all right. You live life on levels. Those levels are arrived at through stages. I want to say that one more time. You live life on levels. And you arrive at those levels through stages. When you, when you were born, you was a newbie to the earth. Newbie to the kingdom of God, parallel. Just thought I'd throw that out there. You're a newbie to the earth. Guess what? You're living on a level. You're living on a what? Level. Level. And it's arrived at through stages. The more you desire the sincere milk of the word, you grow. You grow, you grow, you grow, you grow, you grow. It's inevitable. All that the, all that the, the baby has to do is just keep drinking the milk. Pay attention. Keep drinking. The milk. He said to desire it. Be as thirsty as a baby is. A newborn. Be as thirsty as a newborn baby. Desire it. Parents have to wake up in the middle of the night to feed their baby every four hours. And then we pray, dear God, help them to grow up. Okay? But it's inevitable they grow. This is any endeavor of life. Any endeavor. You get to that level through stages. You get to that level through stages. There's a level that God wants to bring his people to. In fact, 
Go ahead and sit down. I know you're, you're... Thank you, Jesus. In fact, when you study, you just write this down. And you start going to the book of Revelations and you read about the seven churches in the first few chapters there. Jesus talking to the churches. I know that they were different churches in different locations. And he's, he, he, he points out they're good, but he also points out, I have somewhat against thee. I believe they parallel to the stages of time. When the Bible tells us that Jesus is going to remain in heaven seated until, listen to this phrase, until his enemies be made his footstool. I believe the church today is the feet of Jesus. You say, well, Pastor Ronnie, what do you mean you believe it? I believe we're in the last stage. When a baby's born, a normal birth, he's born head first. Kind of sounds like Jesus was the firstborn among many brethren. And here we are, probably the last generation or a generation in the last days. We're the feet of Jesus. How many of you got some things you'd like to be under your feet instead of you being under the feet of the thing you're wanting to be under the foot of? Right? Okay. Then you and I have to understand we're arriving at levels through stages. Faith is not an emotion. I want to go so far as to say faith... There may be some emotions involved, but faith is not emotions. Faith is something you believe. You believe, 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 believe. Everybody say believe. Believe. Believing is holding something to be true. holding something to be true. Romans chapter 10, and I'm just follow along with me. You think I'm going in a circle. No, I'm being led by the Holy Ghost. I've wrote, I wrote down my notes. Okay. Faith is the word of God. You could interchange the word faith with the phrase word of God. Example, Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We could say it like this. Now the word of God is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I want you to hear that one more time. Now, the Word of God 
is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence. What's my evidence? The word of God. Of things not seen. What's my evidence? What's my evidence? Word of God. Word of God. Not your feelings, not your opinions. The word of God is my evidence. What is my evidence? The word of God. Now, Jesus paid a price according to Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 in order for us to live by his faith. His faith. Age has nothing to do with it. Side of town you live on has nothing to do with it. It is only determined by your belief system. There's right and wrong believing. But you're still believing. Everybody with that? The God kind of faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. I I didn't say listen to me preach. That's not what I said. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Do you know who you need to listen to the most? And you say, well, I need to listen to God the most. I need to listen to the word of God the most. That's true. But do you know who you need to hear say it? You need to hear yourself say it. It's one thing to hear me say it. Faith is present because I'm going to preach it. But when you walk out out of the doors and get into the parking lot and drive down the road, is faith present there? Is the God kind of faith present there? But see, if you're not saying it, you're leaving it here. A lot of people have lost their healing because they went outside the door and they didn't say it. Wow. Really good, Pastor Ronnie. I'm really excited. What you need to understand is that just liberated you from the impossible. What is it going to cost you to not say it? And what is it going to cost you to say it? It'll cost you everything not to say it. And the only thing it will cost you to say it is maybe your feelings for the moment. I want you to just turn to your neighbor. We're going to dismiss the youth in just a minute. Just hang on to your britches. Turn to your neighbor and say, now you made me forget. (laughs) Is Miguel here? Is Miguel in here? He's across the street. Can you track him down? Somebody's got to change places with him for a moment. Are y'all here? Okay, y'all are not. Okay, I'm... I'm, I'm, just chill out, relax, relax, relax. I'm the one standing, you're sitting. Glory to God. 
here's the thing that I, I want to kind of leave with you right now. I'm going to get into some things here in just a minute. Studying depth. But I want to leave this with you. Romans 10, 17 makes this statement. Faith, I like it out of the King James, cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you have a Bible, you need to underline this because that's what I want to emphasize just for you. Faith cometh. Faith cometh. Every promise in the Bible is full of God's essence. His being. Okay? Every promise is full of His being. That's what faith is. It's the substance, the being, the essence, the person of God. So every promise in the Bible is God, listen carefully, is God's will for you. Are you with that? Yes. I have to make sure you understand it because you may not feel the will of God. There are times you don't feel it. How many of you ever felt bad? Some of y'all did not raise your hand. How many have you ever felt bad? How many have you ever felt good? How many have you ever felt? Okay. I would rather feel good than bad. But the word of God, your faith is not based upon how you feel. It's not based on, it's based on, it's based upon what you believe. If you believe the word of God, then the substance of God's faith, the essence of his being now becomes the substance of what you do not see. And it's what you're hoping for. That's what you want. You were designed to believe God. That's the way God created you. He designed you to create, to believe him. Unbelief is foreign to the way God created you. We have been given the privilege of Jesus paid the price for us to live by his faith. The same way that the Father, listen carefully, the same way that the Father responded to Jesus is the same way he will respond to you. Religion wants to make you think, well, now you're not Jesus. No, I'm not Jesus. But I'm born in the nature and the character of him. Are you following? Now, Dennis Burke made a statement on July the 23rd. Get him a microphone, by the way. On July the 23rd. And this was the statement. The value of anything, the value of anything. Pay attention. You'll get to see him in a minute. I want you to pay. The value of anything, the value of anything is determined by what somebody's willing to pay. I want to say that one more time. The value of anything is determined 
by the willingness of someone to pay. So this ought to settle the question for you. The value that you are to God was determined in the price he was willing to pay. To get you into the position to where you would be accepted in the beloved to be accepted, listen carefully, to be accepted in the same manner that the Father accepted Jesus. You say, Pastor Ronnie, that blows my mind. I'm not asking your stupid feelings. I'm not asking your opinions from those that grew up around you and know your background. We're talking about what the Father valued. Are you with that? That puts you in a unique position. Now you need to embrace that, trust it, for every promise in the Word of God is God's will for your life. Every promise. At every stage of your life. Are you with that? So don't look at how old, young, or color of skin, side of town somebody lives on, whether you got a whole lot of money in the bank. By the way, faith cometh, so does money. Listen carefully. Faith cometh by, faith cometh. You got to say it. Faith cometh. Right? If faith is the substance of God's word, then I take that promise in that area and I declare it's coming. I can say it this way. Wisdom cometh. Money cometh. Health cometh. Because I'm hearing it. I hear the sound of rain cometh to my house. Do you understand? Do you understand what we're talking about? I hear the sound. I hear the sound of a restoration of a nation. Now I'm going to make some bold statements right here. Y'all can get. Y'all having youth? Y'all have. Okay, you can get ready. I'm going to make some bold statements right here, right now, right now, right now. A generation will come into the kingdom of God because God finds faith in that generation. So a generation cometh. Are you listening? You got your microphone? Come on, Miguel. You didn't know I was going to do this. Come on, come on up here. How many of you believe? Everybody say believe. believe. Now, it may mean you hold this to be true. How many of you believe that God can have this church 
to lead 1,000 people to Jesus. You believe that? Okay. Here's an experience. I don't know the whole story. All I know is it happened. So give us, give us the lowdown. What happened this week? Oh, yes. Uh, so I was headed to a job uh, during the week. Uh, and I just, I need to go buy some materials uh, for the job. And I saw a gentleman, I, I finished purchasing what I, what I had to. I walked out. But on the way inside, I saw, you know, gentlemen, young men asking for work. And I just kind of ignored it. And then I just came out and he's like, hey, you got any work in Spanish? I said, no, I don't have it. So I, I kept going to my truck and he like whistled me down and I'm like, you know, okay, Lord. He's like, hey, I just got here. I haven't worked. I'm hungry. So I said, that's the opportunity. I saw what is the door. Said, and I, I said, hey, you know, God loves you despite, you know, what your need is right now. And he wants you, he wants to come into your heart. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know, I know God. I pray to God. I said, but do you know Jesus? Have you accepted Jesus? And so it just, I saw it as an opportunity to uh, tell him about Jesus. And he accepted Christ. His name is Angel Garcia. He's a young man. And I was, I hadn't experienced that in a long time, honestly. Okay. Uh, to be honest, I, I was cowering about telling him. Sure. But, uh, that's, what our, that's what our flesh does. It's yeah. chicken. Yeah. So I've been a chicken for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it was... Uh, it was in the parking lot. I didn't care who was watching. There you go. There you go. Lord, I said, this is for your kingdom. Jesus. Now, Peter and John did the same thing. That guy was sitting at the front door of the temple begging for alms. Peter said, look at me. Silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have, I'm going to give you. And it wasn't really money the man needed. Okay? Now, I'm not telling you not, I'm not telling you if God tells you to give, give him, I'm not, that's not my point. You can give somebody money and then you're going to have to turn around and give it to them again. If you don't give them what they truly need. And Peter said, look on us. And Peter said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Now listen carefully what he did. He grabbed him by the hand. And I like to put it in my own verbiage. He jerked him up on his feet for his head had time to think, I can't do this. And he went into the temple leaping and praising God and worshiping God. And man, a whole bunch of people turned out for that. What was his name again? Angel Garcia. Angel Garcia. And a brother, uh, All right, right now. Father, we thank you for baptizing them with the Holy Ghost and fire in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for drawing them by your Spirit so that they can be fed the Word of God in a church, glory to God, where the Word of God is taught. And Lord, we're just making it available right here in Jesus' name. Amen. I just wanted them to see how easy that was. You felt really good afterwards. And it really wasn't that hard, was it? No. <laughs> see the mindset. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. I want you to hear.
All right. We're going to let it be dismissed. And you say, but Pastor Ronnie, why are you taking so long with all this? Because you need to understand this. We're doing this stuff. We're doing it. We're not talking about it. We're going to dismiss the 180 right now. Thank God for the 180. Go with me to 1 John chapter 5. I want to share with you today. Glory to God. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5, for whatsoever, it says in the King James, is born of God, overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Why is it ours? Because Jesus came to give us his very own faith that he overcame the world. Remember what he said in, I think it's in John chapter 16, verse 33. In the world you'll have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Why was he saying that? He's saying that because I'm going to position you to use my very faith that overcomes this world I'm going to give it to you to use so that you can overcome the world yourself. Now, the word world is a very important word because it, just, it, doesn't, just, it doesn't just mean the earth and its atmosphere. It actually means systems. The Bible refers in 2 Corinthians, I believe it's chapter 4, verse 4, makes this statement, whom the God, with the little g's, not referencing the Creator of this world hath blinded the eyes of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ should shine on them. I quoted that verse to help you understand that the God of this world is not referring to the Creator. He's referring to Satan himself. And he, through the fall of Adam and Eve, has influenced every system that's upon this earth. And every individual that's upon the earth. And if that person doesn't hear the gospel and receive the gospel truth, we will fall prey to the lie. And these systems will be corrupted. They are already corrupted. Whatever system you want to talk about, you know, uh, sickness is nothing more than physical symptoms that have been corrupted or invaded. You follow? That's all, that's all that is. You, you have a respiratory system, a digestive system, a circulatory system. All of those systems now, all that the devil does is try to corrupt them to cause a malfunction in that area of your physical body. Follow? So these systems have been corrupted. We go into the economic system, it's been corrupted. And I'm going to give you an example, just touching on it, because what, what Trey referred to, you need to understand that a job is not sufficient. That's, that's not how you get wealth. Are you following me? We've been trained that a job would supply our needs. And that's not what the Bible says. But my God, shall supply all of your need 
according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Are you saying, Pastor Ronnie, don't get a job and don't work? Absolutely not. God worked six days and rested on the seventh. So that means God worked six times more than he rested. Are you listening? That doesn't mean that you're not to work. But what is grievous toil because of a corrupted system, you know what's grievous? is for you to work like a dog. Work your fingers to the bone and not enjoy any of it. You just become a slave. That's what the economics made by a government that's not influenced by God is done to the economic system. It's manipulated. Do you follow? I'm just using this one example. Okay? The educational system is another one altogether. The educational system, honestly, I'll be honest with you, put it in my verbiage, uh, and I may not have everybody, but it's a racket. And it's a racket to make you get a plaque on the wall. 50% of those that get a diploma or a, uh, uh, whatever you call it, a diploma. Degree. degree, thank you, that's the one I want. Get a degree, get a degree in doing nothing. And here's what I mean by that. 50% never use that area of study that they got the degree in. But you know what? The system says we'll hire you even though you're not skilled in this area because you got that plaque on the wall. And then they'll spend the next five to ten years paying off exactly what they couldn't afford to at the start. Now, don't misunderstand me. I am not saying that you shouldn't get an education. But you need to understand that an education does not guarantee you financial success. Everybody with that? I'm not, I'm not, you think I'm talking, God wants you to get educated. What do you think a pastor is supposed to do? Fivefold ministry gifts is to educate you or equip you. Half the churches have pastors that don't equip doing the same thing the educational system's doing. The church has been corrupted. If it's man-made religion, it's corrupted. Are you following me? Jesus gave us his faith so that we can continue to overcome these systems designed against us. Are you following me? These systems that are designed against us. The political system in America has been corrupted. It's being brought to the light because that's been our leaders. And people get bent out of shape. Now, don't misunderstand. Well, I'm not talking about voting right now. I'm talking about the past. In the past years, God brought, it was an act of God to bring Donald Trump to the forefront. And here's the reason why. You would have never known this system was this corrupt. Whether you like the man or not is unimportant. God used it to disrupt a corrupt system because it was headed to one world government. And the church is still here and God says, a one world government cannot take over as long as the church is here. That's right. 
I didn't say everybody that went to church. Everybody with me? So these systems are corrupted. They are corrupted. So you have to learn to operate in the God kind of faith. You have to learn to operate in it. It's not going to, listen carefully. Well, my faith, your faith, human faith stinks. You don't know how many times my human faith let me down. How many of you ever had these big plans, wild dreams, and we're going to do it. And you didn't get two weeks out in a row and you fell flat on your face and, you, and it squashed all your dreams. Because that's human faith. It was based on how you felt about it. It wasn't based on anything solid. The Word of God does not change. In fact, the Bible tells us this, heaven and earth will pass away, but the Word of God will never pass away. That means the earth we live on will pass away. But the Word of God will be the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. What he did during Bible times, he's doing today. But he has to find someone that will dare to believe that, or let's say it another way, dare to hold that to be, be so in the face of opposing circumstances that contradict what God said. Do I hold that to be the truth? And do you have the courage to act on that? A real sign of you believing it is to act on it. Now, I've had people, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. I've had people say, well, I believe in tithing, Pastor Ronnie. See, there again, I know somebody just in their head. I knew he was going to bring up money. <laughs> I've had people say, well, I, I believe in tithing. I believe in tithing. Now, you believe in tithing, but you don't believe tithing. Just like you believe there is a God, but you don't believe God. See, (laughs) you understand the difference? Do you believe there is a God? Sure, there are a lot of people say, I believe in God. They they can't tell you who he is. They they, They don't know nothing about him, but they believe in God. They don't believe God. If you believe God, you take him for what he said. You hold what he's saying to you is true. How many of you ever felt lower than a snake's belly? Y'all know what I'm saying? Y'all never felt low. Do you know at that low point, that low point, did the word of God change? When you feel at your highest, did the Word of God change? Let me ask you a question. Did the Word of God change just because of the passing of time? No. None of that changes. Okay? The Word of God doesn't change because what God says is what He is. Now, I want you to always remember this because this is, this is some of the things that... People make this statement. Now listen carefully. Pay close attention. People say God can do whatever he wants to. Not according to the Bible. You have to think about this for a moment. As if God's going to wake up changing his mind. 
You see, God cannot say anything that's not Him. And God only says what He wants to. And once He says it, He won't change it because it's Him. Do you understand the difference? We act like that God changes the way we change. We wake up on the wrong side of the bed. We think God wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. And we'll make statements. Well, God just do, he's going to do whatever he wants to. Really? Really? Now, he's going to, listen carefully. God's going, to, God's going to do what he said he's going to do. And he's going to, and his will will be performed. It's not a question of any of that. The question is, here's the question. Who's he going to do it through? God's going to have his way, but who's he going to have his way with? That's a decision you make. Do you know that nobody can determine what you believe but you? Nobody. You can decide what you believe. In fact, uh, Pastor Zona did this, I think it was last Thursday. In the book of Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16, God says, I, I want you to, I want you to uh, uh, check out the paths that of old and I want you to follow in them. Then you're going you're to find rest to yourselves. And he promises them all kinds of good things like that if you would just believe it, do it kind of thing. And then he says right down at the bottom, but they said, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. You don't know how many people I've dealt with through the years just said, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to say that I'm healed when I feel bad. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I'd be lying. No, you're letting your feelings lie to you and determine that's what you believe. I'm not telling you you don't feel bad. The Word of God is based upon who He is not based upon how you feel who he is. Are you, are you understand what God says? You have to take him at what he said. He's not like we are that is fickled. We promise, we promise the moon and then we back out of it. We, we wiggle our way out. Well, I, we... I don't know if I can do that. Well, then shut your mouth. I love y'all. Y'all are real quiet this morning. He's given us the ability. Listen to this. I'm just going to... In the last days, according to 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, in the last days... Now, well, I'll just read it right here. King James. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the... They will depart from the faith of God's Word and they'll base it strictly upon human ability. They'll depart from the faith... Giving heed. Now, how did they depart? Giving heed, paying attention to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. 
What you are seeing right now in our generation is seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. In every field of endeavor. Every field. Even the person, the individual, cannot decide who they are. They, they, they don't even hold it to truth because they gave heed to a seducing spirit. And now the devil has convinced them and now they're going around and trying to make everybody believe the lie that they chose to believe. I got news for you. I ain't a woman. I don't believe it. And Zona don't want me to be. If she does, she probably kicked me out. I don't want that seducing spirit here. Now, don't misunderstand me. These people, our generation, God loves them. I don't want you to think that we're talking about being mean to anybody. God loves them. He loves them. And they're blinded by the lie of the devil. But somebody in our generation has to dare to believe the truth when it goes against popularity. Are you following? Y'all still love Jesus? Glory to God. My dad made a statement years ago. Faith is where the will of God is known. If you don't know the will of God, then you're not standing in faith. You have to know the will of God. What is the will of God? It's the word of God. Whatever God says is his will. He doesn't speak out of both sides of his mouth. If he says it, that is his will. That is his nature. That is his character. That is the essence of his being. And he does not change. He said, I am God and I change not. I don't change. Now, the unchangeable God needs to change us. We need changing. Okay? You'll never be what God created you to be if you don't find the will of God. Now, how do we know that? Well, first of all, you have to decide. Am I going to believe the Bible or not? You have to decide that. Well, Brother Ronnie, we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to question God. Well, for years I heard people say, if I can't question God, then who can I question to get the answer? You mean God's afraid of me to ask questions? Okay, are you following? He's the only one capable of answering the question with the truth. Okay. I want to go to one place that I want to read. It's in Matthew chapter 8. Glory to God. Y'all still here? Y'all still love Jesus? I'll put it that way. I know I'll get a response out of you that way. 
I didn't ask you about loving Pastor Ronnie just yet. Okay. Verse number 1, we'll read verses 1 through 13. Out of the King James again. Well, let me just do it up here. It's even easier. When he, speaking of Jesus, was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, watch this, if, if is a question mark. Now listen very carefully. Doubt is not sin unless you refuse to answer it with the truth. It's a question mark. Okay. He says, I, 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 if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. He says, I know you can do this. And a lot of people come to God, question, I know God can. That's why you're here. You know God can. But that is not sufficient for faith. Are you following me? That's not sufficient. You have to answer that question. Jesus turned around and answered it. He put forth his hand and touched him. Now, he was a leper, you understand? Jesus could have spoke to the leprosy and commanded it to leave. But he did something different here. He reached over and touched the leper. Why did he do that? To show his will, his willingness. I want to say this to you. God is more willing than you are to believe. Amen. Are you following that? That's why you got to get your believing mechanism in operation. Get it turned around. He said, I will be thou clean, and immediately the leprosy was cleansed. God is saying to our generation, you're full of leprosy. You are full of leprosy. And they're wondering, where can I get delivered from this spirit of leprosy? And Jesus is saying to the church, they know, they know God can, but they're wondering, where is God? In fact, they're probably going from church to church trying to find, is God here? Are you going to be the hands of Jesus and says, I will be thou clean. I will be thou clean. But to do that, you and I are going to have to dare to believe. You're going to have to dare to believe. Let me put it this way. Try to live life not believing. Or let me put it another way. Being an unbeliever about anything. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Well, I don't believe that. It'll be right there in your face. Well, I don't believe that. The whole world is saying to God, I don't believe that. I don't believe. And half the church is saying, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Think about this for a minute. You go to God in prayer because you got a need, and God says, I'll supply it according to my riches and glory. 
But then your action says, I don't believe it. Woo, man, it's getting thick in here. I, I, I think God just punched the hot button under where you're sitting. When you know the will of God, there's where faith is at. Let's keep going. And Jesus saith unto him, See thou, tell no man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer a gift that Moses commanded for a testimony. See, when the will of God is known, faith kicks in. Listen carefully. When faith is present, faith brings or attracts, if you would, or causes to flow the power of God. When I say the power, I'm not talking about authority. What first comes is the authority, and what next comes is the power of that authority. Okay? Verse 5. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a certain centurion, beseeching him, saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Now what you've got to know about this centurion, he was a man that had authority. We'll read that in just a minute, but I want you to get this. He had no covenant relationship. In other words, he was not an Israelite. He had no covenant relationship whatsoever. None, 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 none. Okay? He had no promise that God was going to do anything. You and I have a promise. Okay? Based on a covenant. But this man didn't have it. And so, back up to verse, what was it? And he says, uh, saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Verse 7 now. And Jesus saith unto him, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will come and heal him. Verse 8. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy. I don't have a covenant. I have no agreement with you, no binding anything. I am not worthy that you should even come under my roof, but speak the word only. Speak what? The word, the word only. The word of God believed and spoken triggers the ability of God. Watch this. Speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Listen carefully what he said. If you will speak the word only. He made an emphatic statement. My servant will be healed. Let me see if this guy, these, these, everybody over here gets it. He said, I don't have any agreement with you. But I know one thing. If you will speak the word, which is the will of God. If you will speak it, my servant will, will be made whole. Okay. Everybody with that? Yes. Let's keep watching. 
For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goes. To another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. Because he's a man under authority. He understands authority. A lot of God's people don't understand authority. You've got to understand it. To understand it, you've got to be under it. Okay? When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed him, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great, what? Confidence in my word. No, not in Israel, the whole countryside. He had looked for these kind of people out of Israel that would just say, whatever God says is absolute authority. And he hadn't found it yet. (laughs) That's why Jesus was marveled. Y'all want to, how many of you would like to stun Jesus in this generation? I found it. I found it. I've been looking. When, When Jesus, before he comes, he's looking for faith. He's looking for what? He's looking for faith on the earth. Is there going to be any of this kind of faith on the earth? (laughs) And he said, I say unto you that many shall come from the east and the west and shall sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast into outer darkness. Stop. The children, the one I have an agreement with, they won't believe me. Jeremiah 6, 16. But we said we ain't going to do it. Now remember something. Faith is a substance. It's the essence of God's being. So if God says to do this, he's telling you to do it because that's his being. It is something that he does. If you, if you have children, you'll understand what, when you tell your children, do, just come along and follow me. Do, do what I tell you. Do what I tell you. Do what I tell you. Okay? That's what Jesus said. I don't do anything that I don't see my father do. And I don't say anything that I don't hear my father say. What's he saying to us? He's saying, do you really believe this? Do you really hold this to be true? If so, you will do it. Powerful. Now here's a key. John chapter 15. Jesus said, if you live in me, And my words, my words live in you. We can say it another way. If you live in me and my will lives in you, you can ask anything you want and I will do it. You follow me? 
If God's people will begin to declare the will of God over this generation, this generation will open their hearts to Jesus. And there will be a turnaround in a corrupt society. And here's what I'm, I'm not telling you everybody will be saved. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there will be a turnaround. This is the thread. Listen carefully. This is the thread that's going to unravel all the works of the enemy. If you'd have been here Wednesday night, one of the things that I got up and said was, there's fixing to be an unraveling. How many of you ever had a, a thread on a piece of cloth and, and you're just trying to pull it to get it out of the way? And when you did, the whole arm falls off. <laughs> See, the devil makes it look like he's got his act together. And that nothing that God or his people can do can stop the devil. Oh, my God. Go quickly, Lord Jesus. That's out of fear. A lot of Christians are praying that right now because they're more fearful of the circumstances and the situation in our generation than they are believing God to have His will and His way in this generation before He catches the church out. Are you following the difference? A thread, one, I'm going to tell you right now, listen very carefully, a thread is fixing to be found politically. It's going to unravel, one thread is going to unravel what all the devil has tried to cover up. One thread, one thread. Now you need to write that down. And the reason why you need to write it down so when it happens, well, now, Pastor Ronnie, Pastor Ronnie didn't say it. I'm just hearing what the Father says. I believe it. Are, are y'all, are anybody here besides me? But the children of the kingdom shall be cast into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Verse 13. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way. Watch this. Go thy way as thou hast believed. Had nothing to do with an agreement based on anything. He says, if you've believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the self-same hour. Oh, hallelujah. That makes me want to jump right in front of your face. Do you understand what this means? God is not interested in your past. He's interested in your present that has a future attached to it. That means that God wants to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think, according to his power that's going to be released in you if you just dare believe it. You just believe it. Jesus, I thank you for taking us from puny believing to big believing. Amen. 
Stay with me, I'm almost through. A number of years ago, I'm not sure who it is, so I can't tell you who said it. But they used this phrase, faith the facts. Let that sink in. Faith, the facts. Okay. That means the authority of faith can supersede any fact in your life. Fact, you may have symptoms in your body. That may be a fact. But we're going to use the authority of faith. And the authority of faith is the truth, not a truth. Are you, are you hearing what I just said? Let that sink in a minute. A truth is you may have symptoms in your body. That's a truth. We're not denying that that is a truth. But we're going to take the absolute truth and change the factual situation to where it's past tense and not now and present tense and not now and future tense. Are you, are you saying what I'm, you see what I'm saying? Faith the facts. It may be a fact that your life before Jesus was miserable. You may not have been raised in the family that worshiped Jesus or been taught to know God. You may be a product of just a, a sin-cursed life. But I'm going to tell you that does not define you because Jesus says you're worthy of all of the expense of heaven and he's telling you now, I'm going to place my faith in what I'm doing at the cross to change the fact that you were a scumbucket. If you asked everybody else around you, they know you were a scumbucket. But the, the truth of what Jesus did at the cross now changes the present that has a future attached. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? You may be feeling like I'm going nowhere. I, I, you know, I'm nobody. That may be a fact of your feeling and it may be a truth, but it is not the truth. The truth is that Jesus paid the price regardless of how you feel so now we're going to take the truth and we're going to submit our feelings to the truth and cause the truth now to change our feelings. Quit hanging on to those feelings. Quit letting it be the basis of your believing. Take the truth and shift your feelings to surrender to it. Glory to God. 
The fact is, you can't change your past. There's not a person in here who can change your past. But the truth can change my present. It's got a future. Yep, yep. Thank you, Lord. I got people right here, right now, that's living in the past. Get up here right now. Right, right now. Move, move. You got a past that's plaguing you. You got a past that's bothering you. Past that's always giving you excuses. Get up here right now. Don't act like I don't know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what I'm talking about. There are people right here, right now, that the past always comes back up. Always comes back up. Get down here right now. You're, you're too comfortable to listen to me preach, trying to endure me getting through. I can't get through until we do what God wants done. We got we to deal with this. Today, today, today. Some of you have inferiorities because of the past. Some of, uh, some of us are dealing with... Uh, we've let it become an excuse for not excelling. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. Glory to God. Today, you're going to get off the can't. Y'all missed it. Today, we're going to get off the can't. Can I say it another way? You're going to get off the can. It's full of... <laughs> Your pastor, that's what it's full of. Glory to God. Are y'all ready for this? Are you ready for this? Are you ready to excel into your God-given future? Are you ready to excel beginning right now? Are you ready to be freed from this? Are you going to carry? Are you going to be balled and chained to the toilet? Are you? We're going to break out of it right now. Through the blood of Jesus, the truth changes the fact of where you're going. Going to change it right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want you to just lift your hands to Jesus right now. Surrender. Surrender that feeling. Surrender that past. Surrender that memory. Surrender it to Him right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You that are in the congregation, don't just lollygag. Get, use your faith with me right now because you've, you've had to battle this stuff too. Yes. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Richard, can you sing the name of Jesus? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus right now. Zona, come, come, come up here. Glory to God. 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 Right now, in the name of Jesus, God has got something big for you. And these lies of the devil have tried to make you think that's the fact of who you are. That's not defining who you are. God's word defines you. 
Kada da basata la la basata la in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. Just go ahead and sing it, Richard. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Holy Ghost, burn this out. Glory to God. Glory to God. In the name, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for burning this out. Erase it. To where it's no longer a stronghold. Glory to God. In the name, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you for burning it out. No longer a stronghold. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This day forward, Father God. This is burned out. Erased. Glory to God. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Yes, hallelujah. In the name, in the name of Jesus. Right now, Father, this is burned down. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, no longer a ball and chain. In the name of Jesus, burned out, burned out. No longer. Oh, no longer chained to it. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Burned out in the name of Jesus. The chain of this thing is broken. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. A freedom. 
a freedom. Jesus in the dark. A freedom. A freedom. It's not who you are. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. In the name, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Burned out, burned out. Chain is broken in the name of Jesus. In the name, in the name of Jesus, right now. The chain of this thing is broken. It's broken in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. No longer, no longer a chain. Glory to God. 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 Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Let's all worship him. Just worship him right now. Glory to God. He's go Let him finish what he wants. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Lord, we worship you. We thank you for a freedom, a victory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Burn like a fire, Holy Ghost. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Glory to God, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Glory to God, glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Do we have believers here? We got believers here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
If you don't know Jesus, right now is your time. Glory to God. Glory to God. You may be in this building. You may be viewing by live stream. I don't know where you're at, but I just want to tell you, if you don't know Jesus, your freedom is knocking at your door right now. The Holy Ghost is drawing you by His Spirit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hold on to I'm a man. Don't worry, don't worry me right now. Don't worry me right now. Stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. Oh, there's somebody else God wants to deal with. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. Are you tired and weary? Exhausted and drained. Trying to figure it out. Trying to do it yourself. There is a rest for you. And it's in, it's in God's word. There's a rest for you. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Now, Lord, we pray right now for everybody viewing by live stream. Everybody. Right now, we pray for them. We intercede for them in the name of Jesus. If they've been bound today, we thank you that the faith in God's word, it will set them free. We declare it. We declare their freedom. Right there where they're at. Freedom! In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Kodadabasaya. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to give you some instruction. You need to discern these moments. You that came up here, the gift of faith was in operation this morning. Now listen very carefully. When someone is in prison or if they are chained, condemned, usually they cannot do anything to get set free. God uses the gifts of the Spirit and in this case, it was the gift of faith. Now that you're free, do not because you're accustomed. Go back and hook yourself back up. So this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to get in the Word. 
of God and renew your mind. And when the devil tries to seduce you or trick you to go back, you've got to learn to stay, stand up and say, no. In the name of Jesus, I declare no. I declare it. I am not going back into subjection to that thing. And at first, you may, the, the resistance may be a little strong, but as you persistent with it, persistent, not giving in faith, will break that strongholds in your mind. You're freed today, and you'll experience a little bit of it. But I'm telling you, the devil will try to get you. He, if he did Jesus this way for 40 days, don't you think he'll try to do you? And you're going to have to resist him. Amen. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. But you're going to have to resist him. Listen, this is your life we're talking about. All right. Thank you, Lord. That's the reason why I get up here when I'm like this. I don't need no resistance. Because I'm, I'm, I may just jump right in front of your face. Because the gift of faith is here. You follow what I mean? The Holy Ghost came with the gift of faith to, set you, to break that chain. Do not let the devil get, take you back. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I love y'all. I really do. I know I'm telling hard, but I said that, that spirit. I want to set you free. He's looking for 300 people that would dare believe him. What would happen if 300 people would take this same spirit of faith into their everyday life and everywhere they go, everything they do, a thousand people a month? Do you understand what I'm saying? It wouldn't be hard. Glory to God. I love y'all. I really do. <laughs> I can't help it if this is like this. Don't blame me. It's only as the Spirit wills. I can't make this happen. Glory to God. All right. I'm, I'm meant to make this. Trey mentioned it. But if you want to take your faith to the next level and you actually want to step into your future, you need to enlist and enroll in the Omega Institute of Learning yes. Yes. starting September the 10th. We'll do it in Sunday evening. It would, it would do you good to have a double shot in one day. Amen. We'll take about eight weeks to do that and I promise you, you won't be the same when you leave. I promise you, you won't do that. Glory to God. You need to talk to somebody out there about getting it done. Father, we thank you right now. That as we leave this place, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that your grace, your influence upon our lives surrounds us like a shield. Follows us wherever we go. We hear your voice and the voice of another we won't follow. You have commissioned your angels to watch over us, our families, our properties, and our goods. 
and you've given us the name that's above every name to use, which we invoke right now. Say this with me out loud. In the name of Jesus, we declare there'll be no tragedy named among any of us. Now, Father, I thank you right now that you feel us so full of your love that as we go into our everyday lives, your love would ooze out of us and touch those we come in contact with with the gospel. We give you the praise and thanksgiving for it. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Love somebody. Thank you for joining us today. I'd like to say thank you for all those who give and support this ministry. I pray that you've been blessed and challenged by the podcast today. For more information on how to give, you can visit omegachurch.com forward slash give. Thank you for believing in our mission.